1: on Wednesday, before Liverpool play Norwich in the FA Cup, this will be the fourth meeting of Liverpool and the Canaries this year. Liverpool have won all three thus far. They beat Norwich 3-0 in the Premier League on the opening day, with Diogo Jota, Bobby Firmino and Mo Salah all scoring. They beat them 3-0 in the League Cup, with Takumi Minamino getting two and Divock Origi scoring the other. And then they beat them in the Premier League 3-1 at Anfield, Sadio Mane, Mo Salah and Luis Diaz getting his first goal for the club after the Reds went 1-0 behind when Milot Rashika's shot hit Joel Matip and found its way into the back of the net. So tonight Liverpool will be confident in going out against this Norwich team who are bottom of the Premier League, who we've beaten three times who aren't particularly good. And with the game being at Anfield, it obviously gives us that advantage as well. It's the first game after the Carabao Cup final. You'd imagine the Cup might well be displayed tonight, which should lift the crowd and hopefully get the crowd behind the team and create a good environment at Anfield tonight, a good atmosphere. You would imagine Liverpool will obviously have one eye on West Ham at the weekend and will have consideration of the fact that it was 120 minutes plus penalties last weekend. So we may see a heavily rotated team, but I still think it will be a strong team. I would expect that in midfield, perhaps Ox and Curtis Jones start as the two number eights. And then it's a question of who starts in the number six position. Jordan Henderson might seem like the obvious one to start there, considering he came off after 75 in the cup, uh, the cup final rather. So maybe it's the game that he plays the six. He played there, obviously, against Norwich in the last game. So that would be the midfield. At the back, you'd expect Kanate and Gomez to start as the centre-backs with Costa Simicus at left-back. That, that opens the question then about who the right-back is. It could be James Milner. Milner has played there before. He only played the extra time, well, 15 minutes of the regular time, plus extra time in the cup final. So he might well be okay to play there. Connor Bradley would be the other option. I don't think we'll see Trent. There is the possibility that Klopp decides to play Oxley chamberlain there and see what that looks like. And goes Ox, Canate, Gomez, Costas. That might be too much change though. He's already said that Alison Becker will come in in goal tonight. So we'll have him there. So at least that's the grown-up in the room who can get things organised. If Ox was to play right back, which, again, is is unlikely, but it's possible, then maybe Tyler Morton comes into midfield, maybe Harvey Elliott gets to start. Up front is where it'll be interesting. I would assume Diogo Jota will start. I would assume Taki Minamino will start. And then I'm not sure about the other one. It wouldn't surprise me if Klopp played Sadio Mane, given he came off in the final on 75 Maybe he decides to play Mane in this one. I think he'll go with a strong team. I mean, he could start Divock. There's always that possibility. He goes Jota, Divock, Tacky as the front three and then keeps Salamane and Diaz perhaps for the bench. Norwich, I assume, will rotate as well. They have Brentford at home coming up at the weekend, which is a huge game for them. That's a game they have to win. If they don't, they might as well kiss the season goodbye. Brentford at home is one of the winnable games they have left. So you'd imagine they'll go full strength for that one and probably rotate for this one. To get to this point, they've beaten Charlton 1-0 away. Rashika uh, Rashika uh, goal was the only goal of the game. And then they beat Wolves 1-0 away with Kenny McLean getting the only goal. That Wolves win was quite the shock considering how poor... Norwich have been this season how good Wolves have been but that was in the middle of Norwich's little mini run there where they beat Everton, they beat Watford then they beat Wolves then they drew a Crystal Palace and then the wheels came off again obviously the Reds beat Shrewsbury Town 4-1, Kate Gordon two from Fabinho and one from Bobby Firmino and then beat Cardiff with Jota, Minamino and Elliot all scoring Kate Gordon could be involved tonight, that's definitely a possibility So one to keep an eye on for sure. It should be a good game. If Liverpool are playing a a weakened team, it'll give Norwich more of a chance, but it's still a game Liverpool should win and should win comfortably enough at home, under the lights, with that home crowd. They'll have a very strong bench, you'd imagine. I'd, I'd say there's a strong likelihood that the likes of Salah and Diaz are on the bench tonight it would seem unlikely that Klopp would leave them out entirely just in case these players want all four trophies this season. So they will want to win this tonight. They will want to advance to the next round, which is the quarterfinal stage. And once you're in that last eight, things do start to become possible. You know, you, you do start to wonder, is it possible that there's two or three or four trophies to come this season? We are well set up as a cup team. And we've already shown this season that the cup format does work for us. And even if the league is out of our reach come the end of the season, if City do claim it and take it home with them, wouldn't be a bad season if we won the domestic double. Wouldn't be a bad season if we won the domestic double and the Champions League. You wouldn't really be complaining too much. But... Just got to win tonight. You've Got to go and win that game tonight. Simple as that. There's no, no way around it. Just go and win the game. Martin Atkinson will be the referee. He's obviously not a favourite of ours, but he's not the worst. It's the only thing I can say about him is that he's not the worst. Uh, going around the main Liverpool sites then, this is Anfield have uh, some pre-match. They've got their 10 key things to know put together by Henry Jackson. Uh, the first bit is about Norwich heading back to the Championship. The second bit is about their defensive issues. Uh, the possible Norwich 11 here. Gunn, Zimmerman, sorry, Gunn, Byram, Zimmerman, Gibson, Gianolis. That would be an entirely changed backline. Norman, Gilmore and Sargent in midfield. That would be a fairly strong backline for them. And then Sergeant and Rashika either side of Timo Puki would be largely their first choice front three. That's Very likely to be an approximation of what their team looks like. Uh, In terms of who's absent for Liverpool, Thiago will obviously sit this one out. Bobby Firmino is a doubt. And we'll see what happens with Luis Diaz because he was taken off with fatigue in the final. It may be that he needs a couple of extra days, but I expect him to be on the bench. Uh, Henry's put together a potential starting 11 He's gone with Alisson. Gomez at right back, Reese Williams and Canate in the middle, Costa Simicus, then Milner, Elliott, and Oxley Chamberlain in midfield. I I genuinely don't want to see that midfield. Uh, Minamino, Jones, and Origi up front. So no Jota starting. I'd be surprised if Jota doesn't start. Uh, No quadruple talk. Jurgen Klopp dismissed talk of the quadruple in his press conference on Tuesday. OK, the only team who could win the quadruple is us because we won the first competition. That's easy. But even City, with all the quality they have in the last few years, couldn't win the quadruple. That says pretty much everything. The quadruple, this wonderful story, no team yet in the history of English football ever won the quadruple because it's really difficult. We won the Carabao Cup. We are behind Manchester City in the Premier League. We play Norwich tonight, tomorrow night after playing 120 minutes on Sunday. Then we play West Ham. So it is, look, it's... It's a near impossible dream. There's a reason no one has ever done it. You know, with the dominance that Ferguson showed, yes, he won the treble United in 99, but they never came close to winning the the quadruple. City haven't done it. Wenger's Arsenal didn't do it. Chelsea haven't done it with all the money that they've spent. We didn't do it back in the 80s or the 70s when we were dominant. There's a reason it hasn't been done. It is near on impossible. Uh, Jürgen's thoughts on Elliott's mistake Klopp also spoke on Harvey Elliott being contacted by the FA after celebrating with a flare on Sunday giving a typically balanced view will I speak to him yes Harvey is a very young man on the pitch and outside he is still a little bit more of a boy but that's not a problem he made a mistake because of the role model role that we have as people working in public I understand 100% I will tell him, I can promise he will not do it again. Do I think it was the worst thing that ever happened in the world of football? No. I mean, it's such nonsense. It really is such nonsense. Someone threw a flare onto the pitch. Harvey picked it up. Like, there is no crime here. Nothing has taken place that's in any way out of line. Klopp's FA struggles. Jürgen has worked miracles since becoming Liverpool manager back in October 2015, but he hasn't excelled in the FA Cup. In fact, victory on Wednesday night would mean that the German seals his best performance in the competition as Red's boss. Until this point, Klopp has never gotten beyond the fifth round stage with one third round exit and four fourth round eliminations coming his way. That's not ideal. The only other time Liverpool reached the last 16 with Klopp in charge, was the 1920 season when Chelsea knocked them out at Stamford Bridge? Um, that was a season where we were also all thinking treble because we were walking away with the Premier League. The Champions League was there for the taking, and then we lost to Atletico Madrid, obviously, and lost to Chelsea in the uh, in the cup. Chelsea would go on to lose to Arsenal in the cup final. Did you know Liverpool may not have done well in the FA cup in recent times, but the record at home and it remains strong. The Reds have only lost twice in the competition since 2010, a 2-1 defeat to Wolves in 16-17. That was under Klopp and the 3-2 defeat to West Brom in the 17-18 season. I don't know if people remember that season or remember that game, but it was... Absolutely bananas. They scored five goals in that game. Mignolet was in goal. Two of the goals were ruled out, obviously. But he was just an absolute abomination, Simon Mignolet, on that day. It was the worst he ever played for the club by a considerable distance. Uh, Martin Atkinson in charge. He has been in charge of the 1-0 win over Burnley this season. And the 2-0 win at Arsenal. So, look, maybe maybe we have a bit of good luck with him. Uh, there will be a This Is Anfield live blog this evening for the game. The game kicks off at 8.15, which is an annoying time. Uh, the blog will start at 7.30 with Dan Club taking care of business there. Moving on to Liverpool.com. Liverpool will watch closely as possible Jurgen Klopp successor could soon rival... Stephen Gerrard well Stephen Gerrard shouldn't be considered for the Liverpool job as things stand he won't be anywhere close to ready and neither will Jesse Marsh uh, Liverpool have given have been given just another Mo Salah contract reminder. Yada yada. Liverpool can repeat Luis Diaz transfer and infuriate Tottenham again with exciting 60 million pound transfer that will be Latour Martinez Tottenham obviously have been linked in the past he would make a lot of sense. He is one that would fit really well as that false nine with Diaz and Salah either side of him. Liverpool must hope Jurgen Klopp does not jeopardise 67 million best-in-the-world transfer pot. What? I assume this is the suggestion that a club could come in and buy Cuevin Kelleher. I think... At this point, see it says here, at international level, Kelleher is trying to fend off on Lone Man City stopper, Gavin Basuna. Uh, Gavin Basuna is, is the number one keeper for Ireland at the minute. It's just what the situation is. Mark Travers is arguably number two, with Kelleher as number three. That's just how it is at the minute, because they both play regularly and he doesn't. But I think having gotten the opportunity to play in that cup final it means he'll stick about for another couple of years at least. Liverpool and Man City prepare offers ahead of £16 million battle to land new striker. This is part of the Media Digest piece. Uh, Thomas Tuchel gives Grim Chalaba injury update. Um, So he had stitches. Tuchel said he had immediate surgery. He didn't because he played for about an hour after the incident happened and then went and got his medal, and then went in and got a couple of stitches. So we won't worry about it too much. Uh, Mbappe offered £83 million signing bonus. <laughs> Nonsense. Um, Klopp leads transfer charge. So this would be Adam Plosik. Adam Plazik would be a really good signing from Sparta Prague. Super talented player, can play wide, can play as an attacking midfielder. He's definitely one to keep an eye on. And the player Liverpool and Man City would be battling over is Jeremy Pino of Villarreal, who's a very, very talented player and definitely one that would make sense. He's a right footer, does play predominantly on the right, but there's no question you could switch him across to the left-hand side. That wouldn't be uh, any kind of major issue. Joe Felix gets Liverpool fans excited as Jurgen Klopp has told 50 million Seals playmaker transfer. I would have serious doubts that Atletico would take 50 million from, him, given they paid 106 or 107, but you never know. Liverpool set for a closer look at three exciting talents, including African Kylian Mbappe. You have to love when a guy who's what age is Mbappe? He's 22, 23 killing Mbappe. Mbappe is 23 and there's already like other versions of him now popping up. Um, People do get very, very excited. It was different when it was Maradona and, you know, like Stoichkov was the Bulgarian Maradona and Hadji was the Romanian Maradona and there was, you know, they had different types of names to them as well, the Maradona of and then with Messi, you had the Messi of the Alps, which was Shaqiri and all this kind of nonsense. People do just get so excited about these things. Um, anyway, Andreas Namath, Nemeth? Nemeth would be one of these players that Liverpool are allegedly keeping an eye on. Kelvin John is the other one. He's the Tanzanian Mbappe, apparently. Uh, he plays for Genk in Belgium. And Seku Diawara is the third one. He's only a kid. He's only 17, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, Genk are always good for young talents. That's one of the things they do better than most is identify and recruit really good young players. Uh, We have two new articles up on anfieldindex.com. One by Sam Maguire entitled Should Liverpool Loan Curtis Jones Out Next Season? While I'm on the topic of Sam, if you haven't subscribed to his Patreon, you should. But he's put out a free piece yesterday about Liverpool and the High Line, which is just absolutely fantastic reading. So go and give that one a read. You'll find Sam on Twitter uh, at Sam Maguire90. Is it Sam? Yeah, at Sam Maguire90. Uh, seventy-seven point two thousand followers, big time. He's big time these days. Uh, but yeah, do do check out that piece. Support his Patreon; it's very very good, and uh, read obviously the piece he has up on AnvilIndex.com. And the machine himself, Stephen Smith, has a new piece up as well, entitled "Rotation, Rotation, Rotation." So do check those out. Podcast-wise, there's a new Moby on the spot that I mentioned yesterday. There's a new old school myself and Gags, and that's one of two that we're going to do this week. There is a new Under Pressure with Dan Kennish, Dan Rhodes, and Phil Barter. And there is a new Ken7 podcast where Gav Jones is chatting to James Jimbo Pierce, which you can listen to on AnfieldIndex.com. And that is it. That is me for today, folks. I will see you tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight and hopefully tomorrow we are discussing yet another Liverpool victory in a cup. See you then. Bye-bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community